Hello and welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar. Hey friends, did you know that this month, when this episode is airing, June of 2023, is the Bright Morning Podcast's three-year anniversary? And I am just kind of so amazed by the fact that we are into three years and over 160 episodes. And I just want to acknowledge Leslie Bickford's role in making this happen. Leslie Bickford is the Bright Morning president and also this podcast's producer and just the biggest champion and has been shepherding this project from the very beginning in so many ways. And so Leslie, thank you. Because I love this podcast. I love doing it. I love being in your ears. And I also want to acknowledge Riza Lisboa, whom I met in 2015, and who was the first person to say to me, have you thought about doing a podcast? Be so great to just hear your coaching conversations. And so for planting that seed, Riza, and for so much more. Thank you. All right. So we are in the middle of this Hot Topics in Coaching for Equity mini-series for you. And today, I've got an episode for you on what to do if you realize you're coaching in a place where your values are misaligned. This is a question that was asked in a recent community webinar that we did. And if you don't know about our webinars, you can find out about them by signing up for our newsletter. We do them once a month. They are free. And so this question was asked, what do you do if you realize I'm coaching in a place where my values are not aligned? What do I do? Can I coach here? That's what I'm going to dig into today. I'm going to help you think about your options for action. I'm going to help you unpack the situation. And I'm going to play the devil's advocate and challenge you on whether your values really are misaligned or there's other stuff going on that you need to unpack. So before I get into this episode, I do want to shout out a friend of the show, Laura C. Thank you so much for supporting this show. And if you want to become a friend of the show, please check out the show notes and you will see a link there, which will take you to a place where you can do just that. And thank you to all of our friends of the show. Okay, let's get into this hot topic in coaching for equity around this question of values misalignment and can I coach here? And let me share some suggestions explicitly for what you can do if you feel like you're in a situation in which your values may not be aligned to the organizations. The first thing you need to do is get really clear on what the organization's values are what the school's values are or the districts. You might think you're clear, but I want to push you to ask yourself, how do I know what this organization's values are? Maybe they are explicitly described in some kind of document. Maybe they are on every week's PD session agenda. Maybe maybe they're really clear, like, what are they? And then get clear on what they mean, perhaps to the leaders of the organization. Lots of organizations have core values that I would just say 
are meaningless because they only live on some document. Nobody remembers them. Nobody puts them into practice. So perhaps having a conversation with the organization's leaders on how they think about living into those values. What I want you to do is get really clear on whether the issue is value misalignment or there are other issues, perhaps bigger issues in how the school or the district is run. Perhaps there are other things that might be more empowering to recognize and name. So those are the first couple of suggestions that I have for you. Now, if you determine that there is a clear misalignment, then you've got a couple of options to take. You can look for places where perhaps the leaders might be willing to explore these misalignments. Maybe there's others who also feel like there is not an alignment. Maybe it's time for the organization to go through a round of articulating values. That can be a really helpful thing for a school or a team or an organization to do every two or three years. If there's a large turnover of people, there's different processes through which we can explore how we determine core values. This extends into talking about team norms or community agreements. That's something I write about in The Art of Coaching Teams. But if there's a turnover in leadership or a large number of staff members, there might be a great opportunity to go to your leaders and say, hey, maybe in our August retreat, we could spend some time unpacking our organization's values and making meaning of them or considering whether some of them need updating. So this is an opportunity for you to take leadership, for you to coach up, for you to consider who might be allies in this. Perhaps there are other staff members, other colleagues who might also be feeling some similar misalignment and might want to take some proactive steps to create tighter alignment. Maybe there's a lot that you love about your school or your district. Maybe you love your colleagues and this is just one piece that doesn't feel right. So I'm nudging you to consider taking action, taking a leadership stance in this situation to see what you can do. And as an extension of that suggestion, you might also consider telling your leaders very directly and explicitly, I'm really feeling a lot of conflict with our core values because one of my core values is liberation or justice or equity or community. And these are the ways in which I feel like I'm not able to act on that here. Or these are the places where to me there's direct conflict and see how they respond. Maybe there's an opportunity for you to deepen your relationship with them, to help them cultivate more insight into what's going on. Consider that they want to partner with you. Consider that they are learners. Consider that they are so overwhelmed and busy with their work, just like you are, that this might be something that's falling outside of their radar. What might happen if you think about your leaders as people who could potentially partner with you? So again, another nudge to be direct and explicit and take action, to take action that might be a way to actually invite you into more leadership opportunity. Maybe you can facilitate a process with your staff, with community, with your colleagues around exploring values and what they mean. 
So, you know, if you come to the place where you realize, like, my values are just not aligned, I can't be here, then take action on that, too, because it's not fair to your leaders or to the community if you are there and constantly feeling like this doesn't work for me, I can't be here, nobody listens to me, this just doesn't work. Take action, leave, find somewhere else to go. Okay, that's perhaps direct and blunt. But I also said I want to take a sort of devil's advocate position here and jump in here saying, I want to challenge you. Because maybe, yeah, maybe there are values misalignment issues, but maybe there's something else going on. And I want to challenge you to cultivate awareness of the stories you are telling about the situation in which you are finding yourself. So this whole episode has been framed around, I would say, a story. The story is my values don't align with this organization's or this school's values. That's a story. We all tell stories. There's nothing wrong necessarily with telling stories. Sometimes our stories might feel very true. Sometimes our stories are only a fraction of what's going on. Sometimes our stories are indicators that there's emotions for us to unpack or old stories that we are still living into. Unless we are feeling the feelings and unpacking the emotions, we so often drag our stories with us. And by that, I mean, we might have these dominant stories like, I don't belong here. People don't accept me. And we drag those into every organization we work with and every community we're in and to many of our relationships. And especially if you see a pattern in the situations you face when you are in work situations, as well as situations outside of work in your personal life with friends, with family, with partners, if you start seeing some threads, there is very likely to be a core story that you are taking into all these situations, which is part of what is creating your suffering, which is part of what's creating the challenges or the problems. So the story of my values don't align, to me has an element of I don't belong here, I'm not accepted. That's why I say I want to take this devil's advocate position and say, interrogate those stories. Is this really true? What other stories are you telling about the place you're in? Maybe you're also telling a story of these people don't really care about equity. These people aren't willing to change. That's a story. Maybe there's some truth to it. What are the truths that you need to look at about yourself in this situation that might be uncomfortable and that might point to other issues that you want to explore or unpack? There have been times when I have told stories about the organization that I worked in. They don't appreciate me. They don't see how much I'm contributing. I don't really belong here. That's a story that I have also told about myself in my family. I've told this story about my husband. He doesn't appreciate me. He doesn't see how hard I'm working. Maybe I don't really want to be here. I'm naming that for you because, again, I want to bring your awareness to the way in which the stories that we tell can reflect sometimes unmet, core human needs, 
sometimes they're pointing to areas of our lives that we need to go back to and address and heal from. Sometimes we can take those old things that we need to heal from. And what we do is we project them onto others. We project them onto other situations. And by projecting them, we are creating distance between our own suffering, our own discomfort, our own pain, and our ability to address that. And so we're taking it, we're like, no, it's them. They are the problem. I'm the victim in this situation. And I just need to get away from them. That's one story of telling about what's going on. So I just want to complexify this situation and say, yeah, maybe your values are misaligned and you need to go. And maybe there's other stuff going on. And so this is a situation just like so many that we are in as human beings and as coaches in which we need and we deserve people to talk with and to about what we're challenged by. Coaches need coaches. Coaches need colleagues. You need and you deserve other people to talk to so that you can get additional perspective so that you can have someone help you see what you might not be recognizing, what you might not be acknowledging, what you might not be seeing or feeling. And this is probably a situation in which you might also need or deserve someone like a mental health professional, like a therapist, to help you dig into if there are some of these deeper issues at the root or entwined, so many of the challenges that we face professionally have these entwined or perhaps deeper roots. I'm thinking about entwined vines, like you have those childhood things like I don't belong here. And it winds itself up and it ends up in the story that I don't think I can coach here because my values aren't aligned. Now, again, I just want to keep saying, and yes, that also might be true. There might be two things that are true. You had that experience as a child and your values are misaligned. There's so much to unpack here. And I am wanting to be a little mindful of offering generic and general suggestions for what to do. What I really want to keep pointing to, and I'm going to close on this, is unpack what's going on for you. Find support to unpack what's going on for you. And if you think there are some specific equity issues... I also want to encourage you to check out our Coaching for Equity workshops because you need to build skill at being able to have conversations with colleagues as well as with your leaders and skill and having a safe enough community in which to practice is essential as you explore how to coach and particularly how to coach for equity. All right, friends, that's all right, friends, that's it. If you found this episode helpful, would you share it with a colleague or friend who might also find it helpful? Because that's a way to help get this podcast out there in the world. And I want to again acknowledge Leslie Bickford, who is Bright Morning's president and the producer of this podcast. And I also want to acknowledge Stacy Goodman, who is the sound engineering. All right, everybody, take care. See you next time.